Hello everyone I'm Vipul and welcome back to another episode If this is your first time listening to my podcast let me quickly introduce myself I am a full-time data science professional who has been a self-development junkie all my life I have learned a lot of lessons from the mistakes I have made along the way which I believe should be shared with like-minded people like you so that you don't have to make the same mistakes I have a passion for learning about self-development principles that actually work and I love deconstructing these complex principles so that they are easy for you to understand and implement. My goal is to bring zero cost to consumer information about self-development to working professionals through my podcast and YouTube channel making sure you don't burn out in the process. So if you are someone with a growth mindset interested in no bullshit content on self-development consider subscribing. With that said, let us jump into the topic for today's episode. What is wrong with self-help industry? <laughs> Wait, that did not capture my emotion. Let me try to say that again with true emotions. What the fuck is wrong with self-help industry? Now it's better. Adding the additional fuck in the sentence just conveys the tone of this podcast. Uh specifically speaking about this episode. If you are someone who believes in the secret and the law of attraction vomit stick around till the end of the episode as I am going to drop some really big truth bombs in this episode For others who don't believe in that bullshit or have had that revelation a long time back let us have some fun Okay so the first truth bomb If you didn't get the memo yet here it is life sucks admit it where the positive self help encourages you to create more ambitious goals to follow your dreams and aim for the stars i'm here to tell you that you should probably shut the fuck up with this self talk that positive self help has taught you and do something meaningful with your life i'm here to tell you that make your peace with whatever hand you are dealt with in this game of life and just stop the nonsense toxic and vomit covered positive self help that you are bombarded with 24/7 do you really think that those preachers who put on a deep fake voice to teach you about the secret principles of self help that apparently the rich people don't want to let you know do you really think they are sharing that so called secret out of the goodness of their heart if you really believe so you are such a simpleton let me break the news to you self help industry is worth 13 billion dollars let me say that again in indian rupees so that the point gets across clearly the self help industry is worth 95000 crores 95000 but vipul what is the product that this self help industry is selling don't worry i will tell you all about what i have learned from my research on this topic and you can check it out for yourself as well if you don't trust me The product is making you feel good momentarily. It can be in the form of books, YouTube videos, seminars, personal sessions, anything. And that is what lets them earn billions from you gullible people. Any reasonable person at this moment would not believe this instantly. And it is normal. It is normal for us to think how and where does this big demand come from? The demand comes from you being unsatisfied and unhappy. they lure you in when you are unhappy and unsatisfied with your life once you are in you are locked into the endless loop which i will talk about in a minute no matter what book you pick up or whichever self help guru seminar you attend you will always end up unsatisfied yeah they go big and hard with the foreplay but then leave you hanging don't get me wrong the seminar and books are not all full of shit they do have some amount of meaningful advice in them but there are no solutions 
you will always end up with a void after completing a book or a seminar but how does that work that works by attacking your dopamine centers just like a class a narcotic drug or cigarette does let me explain with an example most of you out there are addicted to something or the other at some part in their life it could be cigarettes sugar tea coffee alcohol class a narcotics and if none of these you have at least been guilty of binge watching a series on a streaming platform some point in your life how do you actually get addicted to anything I will try to explain this in the simplest terms because I want you to understand this extremely well as this is very important. If you could just take away one thing from this episode or from this entire podcast, it should be this thing that I'm going to tell you right now. So how do you get addicted to something? Pay attention. In a healthy person, the reward system reinforces important behaviors that are essential for survival such as eating, drinking, sleeping, having sex and social interaction. So what this means is that the reward system in your brain makes sure that you reach out for food when you feel hungry because your brain knows that after eating you will feel good. In simpler words, the reward system makes the act of eating pleasurable and memorable. So you would want to do it again and again. Things like caffeine, nicotine, alcohol or any drug of abuse hijack the system which turn the person's natural needs into let's call it drug needs. This reward system is comprised of the pleasure signal which is transmitted within the brain using the neurotransmitter called dopamine. I'm sure a lot of you must have heard about dopamine. Engaging with activities that change your state or in other words make you feel good no matter how fleetingly trigger the release of dopamine. This is the mechanism which is responsible for you reaching for that another chip or that another slice of pizza and this is what makes building the habit of exercising hard when you start for the first time. Okay so now that we have a fair bit of idea how dopamine is responsible in increasing the addiction in the brain although I'm sure I've butchered the medical terminologies but the functioning is exactly this. Now let's talk about how the self-help industry uses that to turn us into a self-help addict. Let's say you are going through a failure in your life. Maybe your relationship just ended or you lost your job or you are not able to get a job or worst, maybe you just lost a loved one in your life. In that state of mind, it is natural to feel sad, low and anxious. Now in such a vulnerable state, if you come across a video on YouTube that has the right mixture of the dramatic music, quotations that seem inspirational, it changes your state of mind. Don't get me wrong, if by changing that state of mind puts you into action, puts you into attack mode, that's wonderful. But for the most of us, that change of state does not last very long. Now when this state change from bad to better happens, it happens with the release of dopamine you want to test it out pause this episode right now and go watch a motivational video on youtube which is like 5 or 10 minutes long and experience it for yourself okay so back to what i was saying when that better state passes away and you have not taken any action you are back to feeling like shit again now there are two paths from here You either take my advice that I said in the beginning to accept life as it is and get into action or you can reach out to another motivational video to pick yourself up. Every time you reach for that motivational video when you are feeling low, your brain is releasing dopamine giving rise to addiction. Again, if that motivational video puts you into action, nothing like it. But if it doesn't, my friend, you are addicted. 
The same thing is what a self-help book or a self-help seminar does. Let's talk about any book talking about law of attraction. Now, when you read that book and the author is explaining those bogus concepts with fake examples, and if the author is doing a good job with his or her writing, you are visualizing yourself in their examples. Imagining yourself in those examples or relating the examples in those books with your current situation, you start feeling good. You start believing in this concept which is just full of crap. But then what is wrong with that? Let me give you an example. At the lowest point in my life, one of my friends gave me this book by Napoleon Hill, which I'm sure most of you must have heard or read, that goes by the name Think and Grow Rich. The title was so catchy for me in that vulnerable state. But let me tell you up front, the state I was in was because I was lazy. And when you tell a lazy person that you can think and grow rich, they would go for it, isn't it? All of us want to get rich and want that sexy body without putting in any effort. Anyways, so I began reading it. With each passing page, I felt good. At the end of the day, I was going to bed happy and full of motivation without taking any action. I was having big dreams where I was visualizing wealth, but nothing was coming to reality because I was not doing anything. When I finished that book, I felt a void in my life. So I ended up buying another book, then another book, getting into this vicious cycle where I was spending more and more money into these books, but not getting into action. No matter how big the generation gap is between us and our parents, they are way ahead of us in spotting and calling out the bullshit on things. My father looked through the nonsense being sold in these books and gave me the reality check I needed. To be honest, I was so done with my situation where I was struggling with money, relationships and other addictions and this stay positive nonsense was getting on my nerves. I reached a point where I was literally tired of hearing you should believe in yourself. In one of the webinars by a renowned self-help guru, he said believe in yourself, good times are coming. Just sit back, relax and be prepared for the wealth that is coming your way. At that point in that webinar, I wanted to say to him, how about you go fuck yourself? And that point changed everything. So you can say that was the final nail in the coffin. By the way, Napoleon Hill is one of the biggest con artists of his times. You can read about it on the internet as well. So basically, it is this loop that makes the self-help industry make money. You keep consuming what these books and gurus have to offer without realizing that you are not actually starting that bada business they are selling you or not building that sales empire. You are just procrastinating. Procrastinating isn't always bad, but it is bad if you do it all the time. There are people who do bring things into existence after getting the dopamine release from these life coaches. But how many of those are there? Very few. To achieve anything in your life, you have to take action. You have to work on yourself and build habits that force you to take actions which take you closer to your goals. Just sitting back, visualizing or hyping yourself up in the morning by saying 10 times, you can do it, you can do it, just wouldn't do. Here is an action item for you if you are still not completely on board with the toxicity in the self-help industry. Go listen to interviews of the top self-made billionaires. Make a note of the times you hear Jeff Bezos or Bill Gates or late Steve Jobs or Warren Buffet talk about jumping up and down, pumping themselves every morning to grow their business. The answer might surprise you. 
instead of doing the shit sold in those self help books or in those seminars they focus on goal driven actions let me give you an example couple of years back i had a final interview schedule with one of the biggest tech companies in the world just 10 minutes before the interview in my car i was listening to the motivational gurus to get that high of motivational speech and rock the fucking interview but i was really bad with the core skill set that was required to ace that interview so what do you think happened i embarrassed myself in that interview let me tell you another gold plated shit they sell you they teach you about making lists they tell you that making a to do list is perhaps the most important thing in the world and i'm completely on board with that i have achieved a lot because of such lists but how do you make them what is the right way to make a to do list or a goal list that actually works for you that actually takes you closer to your goals how do you bring them into action how many of those gurus teach you about that now let's talk about the hustle culture this is another thing that i have seen coming up like an outbreak on social media and the internet a lot of these so called life coaches or mentors talk about the hustle they talk about working harder and harder till you lose your fucking mind don't get me wrong there is no substitute to hard work but hard work in the right direction which is sometimes also called as smart work is what is the key to success let's discuss a bit about this if you have ever fallen into the trap of hollow self help echo chambers that talk about the hustle you must have come across that guy who speaks really fast with a high pitch voice you know who i'm talking about i being the most gullible person for self help was able to spot his bullshit in just one video that youtube recommended me how is he still sustaining i really don't understand then there is this guy who talks about if you want to be rich forget about sleep rich people do not sleep 8 hours a day i got so carried away that i was keeping myself up at nights doing literally nothing and saying to myself that rich people don't sleep so why are you sleeping that was just plain stupid maybe there are people out there who can function well even if they are sleep deprived but if i don't get 7 to 8 hours of sound sleep i am the most crankiest and the most dull person in the world so i choose sleep last year i burned myself out because i was how to put it lightly hustling i kept myself awake to do every machine learning course known out there with a the mindset of keep hustling i am a data visualization expert and a data engineer by profession and i'm really good at it but i hated every single bit about data science but i kept doing it even after knowing that i hate it and i don't enjoy it because these gurus told me winners don't quit that's the biggest lie or the biggest scam winners do quit when they know it is worth it and it isn't for them and move on to the next thing which makes them who they are the winners i learned it the hard way these gurus say that to be a successful billionaire you have to work more than 80 hours a week you have to compromise with your sleep with your social circle with your family with your health and i was like yeah i want to be a billionaire i will work 80 hours a week but then when i started doing that i was like why the fuck would anyone want to work 80 hours a week for what i am not elon musk maybe elon musk made it i can't make it if i work more than 80 hours a week so i asked myself why am i working to have enough money for me and my family to enjoy life but if i don't have time for myself my hobbies my family and friends 
what am i going to do with that money it is okay to be content before the second lockdown happened i visited a small village in uttar pradesh and i was amazed by the simplicity in their life being happy and content it was so obvious they don't need the hustle muscle they are happy the way they are and way more healthier in every aspect so it's high time you give that hustle culture a break now as i said there is no substitute to hard work without a doubt if you are trying to do something in a crowded space you are supposed to work hard at the right thing but you cannot just work hard for the sake of working hard without having any sense of purpose direction or priority i moved back to india in 2015 and was working in a startup with a friend the focus wasn't right everything was this fairy tale world created because of listening to these self help gurus but we had no direction instead of doing the right thing admitting defeat and moving on with our lives by taking jobs we went into denial why because winners don't quit i became crazy to the level that i started writing a sales book started creating a sales seminar without thinking about the fact that i have never sold anything in my life so why would anyone buy my book or the seminar my brother talked sense into me one day by giving me the reality check about the shit i was doing thinking of myself as a wolf of wall street <laughs> anyways i was highly under debt losing the skills i developed from my experience and was ruining all my relationships that is when i decided to talk myself into accepting defeat and i can tell you that was the single best decision i ever made in my life if you are someone who is also addicted to these self help echo chambers make sure you are not going through this as well let's say you have a blog on cooking you keep working 18 hours a day in researching new recipes updating your blog clicking pictures you name it if you go out there on the internet there are hundreds of thousands of food blogs on the internet now if this is your passion and this is what makes you feel good keep doing it more power to you but if you are trying to make a living entirely upon it then you might have to rethink if you keep working hard just for the sake of working hard chances are that you are not going to make it but if you work smart and are able to identify a distinguishing factor that you can add to your blog then you are going to be wildly successful if you don't have that distinguishing factor accept the reality and give up find something else and do not get carried away by the self help gurus let me break it to you it is okay to procrastinate once in a while i talk about productivity and i do schedule my day by the hour using productivity principles to do more in less time but i do take frequent time offs even during the day i love procrastinating if i think it is essential for me to recharge productivity is to make sure that the time you do work for you are able to get the maximum output from that out of 24 hours in a day i schedule my time blocks in a way that i have good 6 to 8 productive hours every day i defend those time blocks like my life depends on them but if i start scheduling more than that i am bound to burn myself out the key is moderation moderation comes when you have the right counterbalance you work 6 to 8 hours with good productivity you counterbalance that with the time to relax and wind down it can be anything cooking time with family reading listening to music anything you need proper sleep in moderation and sleep is that one thing that is the most important part of your day there is a whole podcast episode from dr andrew huberman and uh, i think matthew walker also has a, a podcast episode on that with several different guests 
and what both of them are trying to tell you is how important sleep is for you i recommend you listen to them whenever you get time okay so now we have established don't get fooled by self help gurus don't fall into the trap of toxic self help industry tell them to fuck off and focus on actions finally let's talk about the self help bullshit artists who don't have any real life experiences and sell you the fairy land stay the fuck away from them that's all i have to say about them i hope this episode changes your perspective towards self help focus on self development or personal development with a purpose question everything question yourself whether a concept is going to put you into action or not whether this book or content adds value to your life is the person i'm listening to credible to speak on that topic what experience does he or she has with what he or she is conveying how can you validate that my job here is done until next time vipul narang signing off